in the world of podcasting. There are those who are already famous and those grinding their way to the top. These are the stories of a couple of nobodies. Uh, episode five, folks, The Irrelevance. I'm Cameron McCain here with... I'm Seth Judd. And I'm a world-renowned UFO-ologist, uh, John Russo. He's actually... <laughs> he, he is, he is so uh, uh, well-renowned and, and, and known in this field because he uh, is... This is a little known fact about John. He is an alien. I, yep, I'm an illegal alien. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he he immigrated here from uh, from uh, the Bahamas. He just swam yeah, the Bahamas. Yeah. space Bahamas. <laughs> Dude, what do you what do you what do you guys think about the Bermuda Triangle? Personally, that's not a conspiracy I buy into. I, I actually I've I've heard this, and this could maybe be, something this, magnetic. I, I I've heard this could be bullshit, but I've heard that uh if you like look at the statistics for how many ships and planes and everything go missing there it's no more than yeah. any other it just happens yeah, to be that a equally, lot of world traffic goes through that area yeah it's it's no more than like any other heavily trafficked area right. in terms of international trade which and it's, if that's if that many people go missing just everywhere else too i mean yeah <laughs> that it, itself it, is kind of scary that's a real thing though a lot of people go missing i mean it's yeah. it's the ocean who knows what yeah. the fuck ha- we, we 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 don't like, Dude, traverse ninety percent. Real of the talk, ocean. real talk. If there were aliens who happen to have a base on Earth or something oh, in the ocean, it's going to be in the middle of the ocean. If it's there... so unexplored. There's so many places to hide. You know, if if aliens are somewhere on this Earth and on base or something, it's probably underwater. It would almost certainly be underwater. Yeah, it's like I I don't know why they always say it's like you know New Mexico or yeah. something like that. It's like go to the middle. dude. Have you have you heard the stories from Skinwalker Ranch? This is I'm, this. I'm vaguely familiar with. This is this, this is the one where they with that family that thought that they were being harassed by aliens, right? Yeah, yeah because yeah, the I have cows, heard about the it. Cows would wow. end up like they would find cows in the middle of the field. Like uh, the farmer would be a normal normal day, right? Mm. Farmer goes in to get some food, hears his cows screaming, comes outside, would find the cows totally drained of blood and cut so precisely it must have been done with a surgical instrument. And it happened so many times, and. Like other people would come in and around the the community and experience stuff like this that it just gives me chills to think about, dude. I wouldn't want to spend a night at Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, absolutely uh, not. And, I, and, Jesus, and I'm not. Man. I'm not totally convinced on aliens. Yeah. Like I, I think that there is actually st- statistical reasons to not believe in aliens. Uh, at least, at least in our sort of gravitational pocket that, of the, of the yeah, universe. Yeah, that aliens have visited the Earth. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, but That but, they exist but, somewhere out in the vast cosmos, pretty I mean, certain. Pretty much undeniable at that point. But I think within- It like, could be 150 or, billion light years away. And and it's actually like, unless like, and I'm by no means a physicist, but like you would have to move faster than the speed of light to get outside of our pocket of space, unless wormhole theory was or. What if you or the aliens are so long lived that time itself becomes compressed? You know what I mean? But but even then they couldn't reach us outside of the Andromeda and Milky Way galaxies. Yeah, but there was um. Have you heard of Muamua? It was this mm, this yeah, asteroid, asteroid that was detected in like the 1860s. That was that's very weird because it is a very elongated and gives off a trail of of something almost like it's a comet. Yeah, the, the one. The one that I think they, they you know, they they say it's like it looks like a cigarette, right? Yeah. In 2013, yeah. it made its loop around uh, our sun and is now ejecting itself outside of of our solar system. But it's the first detected visitor from outside, you foreign know? entity from anywhere other outside of our galaxy. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. So I'll- the um, I, I 
You're uh, fine. The, the, uh, the Voyager 1 probe is going like 1,700 kilometers per second. Voyager 2 is going was like 2,500 uh, kilometers per second. Muamua was hauling ass at like 30 kilometers per second. Substantially faster than, than anything we could possibly, you know? Yeah. yeah. Crazy and, and, there, and there's potential that it's fucking space and that no, it could just be yeah. happens in yeah. space. Physics applies. It yeah. could be a giant rock, you know? A yeah, giant you know. ejection from a planet or... That being said, it has a sweet name. Oumuamua. Yeah. Which in It sounds like Hawaiian, a Hawaiian... Okay, okay. In yeah, Hawaiian yeah. means visitor from the outside. Yeah, I was about to say, like, it made me think, like, of a Hawaiian, like, god or something That's like where that. they first detected it on the Hawaiian, uh, whatever Hawaiian... Oh, yeah, that one that's on top of that mountain in yeah. Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, I'm glad that that's actually a creative way to name it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I, I like, like when scientists get creative. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hate when they're just like, oh, this one is A9874-1. Yeah, I'll settle for Tabby Star. At least I can look up who Tabby was. You know? yeah, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on Roswell? Oh, oh, I, I there's this YouTube channel I love called The Mino, mm-hmm. right? And he he looks at uh, you know different like conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and he's very fair about it. Like like the stuff with um all those videos that came out from the U.S. Navy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he was like he 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 actually admitted like you know there's no or it is difficult to explain those away with the information we know rash right yeah. i know um, some people were were uh saying parallax which is that that effect of a of a plane moving that that yeah. was that was with the one of them that was with um the one that was way way low down too and it mm-hmm. seemed like it was going fast but there were two more and so he he, he that one he looked at it, it was like it was the parallax it mm-hmm. probably was just a bit of ocean debris mm-hmm. um but the other two were the ones that he was saying like were were very 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 dude moving and he right. he brings up all the like all the counter arguments but he right. talked about Roswell completely debunked it in my mind um mm. what it was is we were and so you know the, the US Air Force said it was balloons that that was a conspiracy theory and they said it was weather balloons and that wasn't true um mm. but it was a balloon early warning Project detection mogul balloons. yeah uh yeah, yeah exactly yeah and 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 people always point out it's like well the farmer said like you know it was it was a metallic object, but when he poked it, it, it moved like a liquid, and then it uh, and that would turn back into like a solid metal. Um, yeah, but those things were made of aluminum, <laughs> which was incredibly rare in the 1950s. Right. The farmer just hadn't ever seen aluminum before. Because if you take aluminum foil and you poke it, it sort of moves around like a liquid first. Which John, you should talk about Project Mogul because Project Mogul itself is very interesting. Oh yeah, well, yeah, it's the basically. Oh, so, so I mean, if you're yeah, knowledge about, yeah. I I know a little bit about it. All I know is it's our wasn't it our uh, pre nuclear detection uh, system like before satellites. Yeah, it was basically really, an early do, warning system. Do, yeah, do, but of course they couldn't tell that to the public. Yeah, but otherwise do, do, the Russians would know that had a way of even detecting that. Do you know the sort of physics on how it on how it works? Didn't it refract light? Or wasn't, didn't it like, no, I no. thought it was like a mirror. So it's this thing that we learned actually trying to fight like U-boats uh, during World War II in the water. That if you, um, or not even trying to fight U-boats, but like you could, you could help save sailors. Um, you could drop this little thing down to a certain depth and it would float only at a certain depth in the ocean mm. and then like release a sound. And that sound would travel much, much, much further at that one little pop oh, in the yeah. ocean because okay. of like the density or whatever. Okay, so you'd select they selected their buoyancy so they could get that spot. Yeah, exactly that spot. There's okay. like a hot spot in the in the water. And the same guy figured, well, there must be one in the air. And there was one in the air, like a same sort of hot spot like that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And so those things would float up 
and they could hear sounds or like you know wow. the sonar would travel much 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 further so anything that crossed there it could be like you know something just crossed through this area did you what is it did you hear about the russian the russian nuclear system i forgot what it was called like death's hand or something oh the absolute no. annihilation one yeah. where when, like if any of their upper, if if yeah. russian command wasn't able to keep a signal with this computer if that signal were to drop for any reason if the computer were to detect a change in pressure based on 1970s technology keep in mind they would launch the entire arsenal well, yeah. someone isn't, isn't someone could have breathed on this thing wrong and it would have <laughs> nuked the entire okay. world but like, wasn't there a stanley kubrick movie where they brought up that exact same co- it, it was a comedy too i think oh yeah uh like love dr strange love yeah dr strange love the bomb no yeah, something like that. yeah no dr strange love that's the one yeah where the russians like like there's this one general that's gone rogue and he's trying to like fly these uh, uh b-52s over uh the soviet union and nuke them but the soviets like well we have like a uh you know a death machine that if we if we get nuked then we automatically nuke yeah. uh, the united states mutually back. assured destruction yeah which nuclear technology and when it comes to weapons has come so far where you can essentially make a nuke with such low yield that it's essentially no different from a massive explosive to the point where a nuke could be used and people wouldn't even know so mm-hmm. we're concerned now that we've reduced nuclear technology so much that that threat of nuke of mutually assured destruction isn't there meaning the threshold for someone mm-hmm. to use a nuke is lowered okay so can i can i bring up like a hypothetical here just to hear sort of i guess your ethical and um emotional moral sort of thoughts on it sure yeah let's say that you guys were president of the united states Uh-oh. uh which don't worry <laughs> we'll never actually be president of the <laughs> of the united states that's not gonna happen um not, none of us are named uh, uh, Bush or Clinton. Hey, if, if Donald uh, <laughs> Trump can do it or a corpse like Joe Biden can do it, why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but okay, let's say you got news that, you know, China and Russia had fired all of their nuclear missiles at us and they were going to completely destroy the United States. Would you, would you, you know, get the football opened up and, and retaliate? Or would you just think, you know... I would rather that all of you, like, uh, not all of it, but a portion of humanity get to survive. That is an interesting conundrum, you know, because it's like, if you got nuked, you lose. You lose, buddy. And now you're just being a, a sore loser trying to bring me down because I, you're, you're a hater, dude. You're hating my, <laughs> you're hating my style, dude. You're cramping my style. <laughs> but then there's the, like the inverse of that where it's like, well, I have the responsibility. I, I, I was given the responsibility to protect all of these people. And if I don't retaliate, I've in some ways hasn't, failed. Hasn't that responsibility already failed by the time they've launched those missiles? You yeah, failed the fact in that diplomacy. we're susceptible to them at all is the failure. You failed in diplomacy so far that you've already lost. You know? Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's it is a and then and then okay, but then your threat was empty. The threat of mad was entirely hollow. The the debatably always was. You the, know, the way I would. Who knows? Go about you know, such a complex is, issue. Yeah. It's the best thing for humanity is obviously not to nuke the fuck out of everyone. I'm all for uh, not having nuclear weapons. <laughs> uh, but, I, I don't think anyone's fighting me on that <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm all, uh, I, I think I would probably be like, you know what? Fuck it. They, let them have this one. Come yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, in this, I'm trying to kind of play the like devil's advocate, yeah. but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'd fire back. You know? yeah. I would absolutely fire back. <laughs> Dude, to, to turn the key that unlocks the silos 
Would you make like That's a bunch you, of cool noises? Hey, you, like, you have Wah. no choice. You can see it as having no choice but to use the most powerful power of all time. Okay, if I unlimited power. If, if I was president, I think I would just have them bring me the nuclear. Like not even if they nuked us. Like this is like day one in office. I would have them bring me the nuclear football just so that I could open it and look at it. Just so I could be like. I can just do that. I'm not gonna do it. Why not? You think anyone's <laughs> ever fucked it? It's, it's already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, Bill, God. all that power. Bill Clinton and JFK were president, so probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's gonna be a little sticky to open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Dude, someone got carried away. Uh, has the, Has there ever been a president who was single when they went into office? Uh, actually, there was one president who never got married, and there's like conspiracy theory, or not conspiracy. There are some historians who believe that he may have been gay because they read some of his letters mm. with, I think, actually one of his like secretaries, mm. um, like not like the person who dictates for you, like they were in charge of like mm. a an executive office. So he was more of a confirmed bachelor. We'll uh yeah 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 he never okay. got married because i want to i want to be the i want to be the next kennedy come into office at like 42 years old totally ball and single dude you know uh, i'm gonna have a presidential dating show is what i'm telling you it's gonna be a <laughs> spectacle i'm gonna make a mess of this joint okay. <laughs> do you guys know the shows the, the show batch yeah. Oh, yeah uh where the the, the bachelor Oh, yeah, The Bachelor, yeah. Where there's, like, uh, a, a man who's, like, you know, 30 years old and wealthy and incredibly good-looking. What a petty and they, show. And they bring in <laughs> 30 gorgeous women who all want to to marry him. And he gets to take 30 women at once. And they tell you that the objective of the show is to find the love of your life. But I think the real objective of the show is to have to date 30 women at once and not become a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's the yeah. actual objective. Well, I imagine yeah. they exclusively hire sociopaths to be the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a more interesting show than no, that. No, honestly, well, yeah, probably. But I mean, it's not like you'd have to find a sociopath. If somebody if some producer came up to me and was like, "Hey, would you like to be paid to date 30 women at once?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Yes, I would." Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I was going to offer to pay, but this is even better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds they all want to sleep with me for yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah, dude, then they made the bachelorette where you flip you flip the deal. Yeah, yeah. And they took like, you know, popular losers from bat the bachelor to make the bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Oh man, what a society in decline! Or this is entertainment. Oh uh, yeah, James Buchanan. That was the president theorized. To be oh, gay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. You guys ever see Love Island? That's another really terrible. Oh, that I've, one's so much more. I have trash. only yeah. heard terrible things. <laughs> I've only heard terrible. I got those, a text. Those two. Uh, oh, that I think I saw the most, or like one episode of the most recent season with the two identical blonde twins. I don't know. Oh, man. it was terrible. There. Yeah. No. Well, I, I I remember my sister, uh, we were talking about shows like that, and she's like, Oh, you have to watch um my my one of my favorite shows, uh um uh it's called uh Blowmasters. Blow, uh, Blowmasters. Uh yeah, they have to you know, they, they have glory <laughs> oh, holes and they stick things into them. And I was like, What the fuck are you watching, Miranda? She's like, No, no, give it a chance. Is we, it a we gotta Japanese watch it. Show? No, it, it's called Blowmasters and it's about sticking things into glory holes. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Uh, and then she showed me it, and it's about glass making. And I was like, oh, okay, that was pretty smart. Because uh, the thing that they blow the glass in is called a glory hole, and they're blow masters. Because there's the there blowing. was there was some Japanese show where they had like a 
a straight porn star and a gay porn star, two dudes. And the bet was that the gay porn star couldn't make the straight one complete. <laughs> to come to fin- come to a finish. That was a game show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any but, anything flies over there, dude. Japan is Jesus so sweet. Christ. Their their game shows are awesome. But after after hearing about you know uh, there was a show called Blowmasters. I have a genius show for for a show that we would have to shoot in the Netherlands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know where this is going, on, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, where it's like we have a bunch of cocaine producers, okay, and, and, blow and, masters, and, yeah, and, 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 and they have to make the best blow. And the judges all <laughs> have to be addicted to cocaine. That's great. They, I would watch. They don't have that to be in like, second, dude. Oh, that one was pretty good. Let me let me try just a little bit more of that one. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that that sounds awesome. So, would there be like a special like subcategory or another judging section for like say crack cocaine or uh, like I guess oh, there would have to spin be spinoff yeah. shows. Yes, yeah, spin- yeah. oh, uh, blow masters cracked. <laughs> cracked. Yeah. That was fucking oh. sweet, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and you and you could do you could shoot it in the Netherlands. They would be legal. Yeah, no one have yeah. a problem with it there. Or oh, you yeah, go over to. Uh, Oregon. Yeah, well, just... it's just decriminalized. It's still, uh, you know, you can't. That's such a weird gray area. Yeah. If you happen to have crack, I'm not going to say anything about it. But don't bring it here. Don't tell me you smoked it. It's just like <laughs> it's just like the well, weird. If, 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 if the police catch you smoking crack or with crack and like a non like distribution amount of it, you only get a fine. Like like yeah. in Maryland, it's kind of like don't ask, don't tell for cocaine. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> don't ask, that's don't a per- tell that's, for cocaine. That's a perfect way yeah. to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the gay the gay porn star won. By the way, <laughs> he slayed him. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you, you ever hear that? Good on um, him. You ever hear um, that idea that what, that popped up on Tumblr where uh, it, it was about it's supposed to be like a show about like all the men in the house are 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 gay uh, except for one who's straight. And they have to try and like vote off the people who they think are are the straight man. I uh, that uh, sounds amazing. And, and you only get paid money until you're down to the the last person. Dude. If the last person is straight, he gets a million dollars. But but the twist of the show would be that all the men on it are straight. so they all have to pretend to be gay that sounds try and get the million dollars sounds so good and we just don't tell them that's funny honestly why is that not in production right now yeah don't give away our secrets dude we (laughs) we gotta get this shit going that's funny it's like no one's reading tumblr and knows this i'll get nick france to be our executive producer it's gonna go off dude Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that i'd put nick france in a position of responsibility dude we gotta get him on the pod uh, I'm trying yes, to work something yes. out with his schedule. I think he's working at Wegmans now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has seen, weird hours. I've seen his Snapchats and everything. Uh, yeah. That would be <laughs> an interesting man to have on the podcast. He said he was trying to start his own. I'm like, dude, we have all the equipment. Just drive down the street, you know? He's over in Baltimore, so. Okay, Bit he's of not a But away. yeah, he yeah. got his license and he got a car. So he's been working for. Yeah, he lived up in like Whitehall or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he lived up north. Out towards Dundalk. <laughs> Dude, you ever been, you guys ever been to a Ravens game? I Over have. At a M&T Stadium? M&T Bank Stadium, I yeah. Have yeah. yeah, I mean, I have a little Ravens flag right up there. Nice, dude. And you know that half the time I'm wearing a Ravens jersey. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I love the Ravens. Those I, dirty I love... birds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's Birdland. Go O's, go, go Vens, oh, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, I love going to Ravens games. It's so, I mean, like, I, I never get a good seat because it's so fucking expensive because everybody loves the Ravens. But I sit way, way up in the bleachers and can't really see the game, but it's just a fun atmosphere. So would you say, you would say football is your most watchable sport to you? Uh, uh yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like baseball. Uh, and I'll watch the NASCAR races when like they're on. I'm leaving them oh, not yeah. super into it. Um, but I never, ever, ever miss a Ravens game. Dude, have you ever been to a what is it, arena football game? Oh, where they're oh inside indoor football? And, yeah, dude, you can yeah. talk to the players and they'll cuss you out. It is insanely <laughs> fun. Wasn't it is, it is awesome. That's a thing in like uh, California now, wasn't there? They, they have well, they actually, have it all over the place. There's, there's a whole league. I went, I went called to the, the game in Maryland. It's called oh. the IFL. Yeah, the oh, indoor okay. football league. Dude, what happened to the XFL? That. Oh, the, 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 the uh, second one? Um, uh, the other guy who's in charge of WWE. Actually, that's his second iteration of it. He tried it once before and it was a horrendous failure what about it failed uh oh it was um he would try to basically make football into wwe like they would like go into the cheerleaders yeah. locker rooms man and instead of a coin toss you'd have uh two two wide receivers <laughs> chase the ball and yeah, beat the, it's like right. you could and like like instead of a coin have, toss they have flip cup <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 like he was like it's not a man sport anymore so like helmet to helmet and shoulder to helmet contact was okay which is like, uh, yikes. It, yeah, which is, I mean, do you guys know about what happened to Antonio Brown? No. I he, he was like the, the Steelers wide receiver. I think they were, I want to say they were playing the Bengals. Um, and he went up to get a ball. Um, and this, um, you know, some defensive back for the Bengals made helmet to helmet contact with him. Oh. He went unconscious on the field for like, like three or five minutes or something like that. And then he just like lost it. Like he completely lost his mind for like he's playing again. He plays for the Bucks now. Mm. He just won the Super Bowl. Uh, he actually made a great catch in it. But for like like a few years, he just kind of like lost his mind. He threw a couch out of a window. Holy he would go on like dude. Twitter rampages and shit. Uh, he got kicked off of the Steelers, even though he was their star wide receiver. He went over to the Raiders. Immediately got kicked off. Went over to the Patriots, who kicked him off the team before the season actually started and he was out of football for like three years and then just what? the bucks the bucks picked him up because tom brady told him they that he wanted antonio brown and i mean he's doing a lot better now which you know i'm you know I, i'm happy about but like helmet to helmet contact it, there's a reason it's banned dude it really seems like the introduction of all these safety measures like gloves and boxing or helmets and football or like hard helmets rather than the leather ones yeah has led to far more grievous injury. Well, I mean that the, the hard helmets for football are meant to protect you from getting like they're they're like they keep improving the design, but it's supposed to because the leather the leather helmets you still had bone hitting bone. Because like I've I've been to a live rugby game when I was over in Ireland, which was it was tight. It was it was really awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. But the types of hits and tackles they were doing was specifically to avoid neck injuries mm. and stuff. You know they. We're going out of their way to not do that. And like in boxing, back when it was bare knuckle, ironically, you get way less CTI cases because no one's going to go for the face oh, yeah. when you break your hand every single time yeah, you do right. it. Yeah, that, that does so, make sense. Yeah. ironically, the introduction of safety measures has made things more deadly over time. Because I guess when you have helmet-to-helmet contact, these two hard plastic helmets hitting each other. <sighs> like a, car, and, and like then, a repeated car And then like the shoulder it. pads are like the same issue, but for only one person right. where it's a big plastic thing hitting you in the face. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know that football used to be a lot, a lot deadlier than it, than it was. In 1939, FDR actually had the president of the United States, <laughs> oh, FDR, man. had to step in and, and tell, um, I think it was, it may have been called the NFL at that point, but it may have mm-hmm. still been the uh, APFA, which is what the NFL was initially called. What does that stand for? Uh, American Professional Fo- Football Association. Ah, okay. Um, but uh, he had to step in and, like, say, like, you have to do something about how dangerous this sport is, right. because in 1939 alone, 11 people died while playing football. Man. Oh, yeah, o- o- almost all of them, like, breaking. <laughs> and, and then the NFL was like, okay, fine, you can throw the ball forward. Yeah. <laughs> you I, I, I forget yeah. that wasn't that was a rule back then. Yeah, you couldn't you, you couldn't throw the ball forward. Yeah, it was just against huh. the rules. And and then even then there were just like tons of restrictions. You had to be five yards away from the line of scrimmage to throw the ball. Oh. Um which they got rid of. So that was that's actually an interesting choice on FDR's part, because it also disassociated American football from the rugby tradition, well, you know. He he didn't helped say to that, help to separate it. He didn't say that even they had that to, was just a side consequence. Well, he didn't say that they had to introduce the forward pass. He was basically just saying that they had to make it less deadly in okay. some way. Yeah, but that those changes led to it being separable from rugby. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and it was it was already in some way separable because rugby doesn't have downs. Yeah, which is the thing that like, I think that the thing which really makes me love football so much is that it is a game of strategy because mm-hmm. of the down system, where you know every single down there are you know two head coaches and uh. uh for uh, coordinators, actually did, six coordinators. Did the coach who trying used to, come to be up... on the field with the players? Yes. Was that a thing? Yeah. No, okay. um, I thought that was it, just it, a joke I heard or something. No, I I, I actually watched um, like the oldest recording of American football being played. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Was, so the league started in 1920, but the oldest recording is like 1933. And it's... It looks so weird. One, every single play is a gut run, which is when you run straight up the middle. <laughs> uh, all of the plays were that play over and over. And, and the, the coaches stood about a yard back from uh, the furthest line. I brought, they, my, I brought the right playbook. There. I brought the playbook for the next game, boys. Oh, that's just a sheet. Wow. Okay, <laughs> it's <laughs> that's like, awesome. It's like it's like this. It's like you bring out the playbook, and it's like, okay, uh, our first play is uh, gut run right. Our second play is gut run left. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna alternate between the two of those all game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but I love it because it's like a game of strategy. You know, you're the all the coaches are trying to like get into the other one's head about. Like, how are they going to address this situation? If this were an IGN review, I'd call this an interesting mix between real-time and turn-based strategy. Yeah, yeah, it really 8, 8. is. 8.5. <laughs> uh, uh, 7 out of 10, too much water. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. That's the best review in all of that was human- That was for the one of those Pokemon games, That right? was water-based. Yeah, <laughs> it was a water-based Pokemon game. Pokemon and the- Blue has too much water this year. Yeah. 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> like, it, 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 it was, that was, the whole review was 7 out of 10, too much water. <laughs> Dude, what, what happened to IGN? Like, they used to be, like, an actual respectable yeah. part of the games industry. Back around when, like, Halo 3, like, I feel like they were at their peak around, oh, dude. like, Halo 3, Gears of War, like, when Gears of War and Halo were real big, that dude, was there. you know what else was big at that time? G4 TV. Oh, you remember yes, that? yeah. Yes, yes, Attack I do. of the Show, you yeah. know, X-Play with Adam Sessler and, and Morgan Webb. X-Play had that Playboy bunny on it. Yeah, time. dude. What's her name? 
I don't remember her name. That's why I watched the show when I was young. <laughs> Dude, I was I was there for the Halo 3 sneak peek. Yeah, like, yeah. Really? I was like, this is insane. This is on TV. <sighs> I remember Halo 3 was so cool when it first came out. Yeah, dude. I was so excited to play that game. <laughs> An entire channel dedicated to games. I guess that's just Twitch now. Yeah. That's, yeah, just, yeah. that's just Twitch. And also, I like, I, when I play video games, I like to put Twitch on in the background. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's just sort of nice. Like, I watch a guy playing a game while I play video games. It's it's sort of just nice background shit. Yeah, dude. I like the speedrunning community. I watch a lot of Dark Souls and Binding Isaac speedruns. I, I, I like to watch, like, the top ever speedruns. Um, uh, I like, I watch the fastest Minecraft speedrun. The fastest, um... Of like, what was the original Mario game? Super Mario? Yeah, just yeah, just, just Super Mario. Watch that. I watched uh, Mario 64. That one's actually really, yeah, really dude, there's cool. some insane glitches in that game. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah crazy yeah. stuff. I watched the Mario Odyssey one, the first ever uh, sub 100 hour speed run. <laughs> or sorry, sorry, sub hour speed run. Oh, oh no, God. Oh, God. Never mind. Sub for sub hour. Dude, have, have you ever seen uh, the GTA 5 speed runs? I have not. How the how, how the fuck do you speedrun that game? So th- I think the the like the best time right now is something like nine hours and fifty minutes. What? <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Seth, I have seen so many things go wrong eight and a half hours into a speedrun. It's like, <laughs> how can you commit to ever becoming the best at this? That's wow. so difficult. Because like with my god, with Minecraft and the Mario games, it's like you can you can beat Minecraft in under 20 minutes think of how glitchy the gta games are i mean like michael getting out of the car and tripping over a curb five hours in reset i miss that ladder reset it is insane dude. you have to just do it perfectly like yeah the guy i watched at dark viper au he has like something like nine and a half thousand hours in gta 5 has never played online like rarely ever touches it Wow. All he does is speedrun. <laughs> okay, what what do you think would be the most ridiculous game to speedrun? Actually, Tetris. I just answered. Actually, those those speedruns are, are fun. If you, you watch How the do you beat Tetris, dude, the experts are like they see the go, first drop you, and they're just yeah, good to can't go. You like can't you push the block down in Tetris? Yeah, yeah, that? no, but 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 you can't speedrun Tetris because because there's win there's Tetris. An, technically an end. Oh, yeah. there's no end. Yeah. Okay. So okay, what, but watching the competitions is really no. Cool. That that is cool. That is very like what is the uh, what of the games that you can finish? What would be the most ridiculous one? To- Hearts of Iron Four. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't finish Hearts of Iron Four. Exactly. Well, that's yeah, again, you I, can't yeah. finish it. You know, um, I mean, you can take over every country in the world and just sit there i guess i guess you won at that point but yeah, you'd, what would you'd be feel most... kind of stupid in like 1957 trying to invade bhutan yeah. you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's actually a really good question though what would be the most ridiculous game to speed run it'd have to be something as long as maybe red dead that would oh suck. yeah that would suck. that would suck because that's balls. like a, that's like a good 30 40 hour story especially if we do the epilogue at the end that's like 50 hours yeah dude that that would suck to speed run speed run skyrim like but do all the like all the quests all the side the quests spy, the yeah. skyrim speed runs are actually interesting but i imagine they just do the main quest right yeah they they skip a lot yeah they skip yeah. a lot but i like i like watching those like fist only uh, <laughs> uh skyrim videos how to beat skyrim at level one how to beat skyrim without ever having an equip load wow. uh, I, yeah, that's that's I, interesting to I see i saw someone beat um uh, Fallout New Vegas uh, without uh, using weapons. Yeah, dude. Oh, no, no, like not even like just using the fist, like a pacifist. Oh, run. yeah. Oh, yeah. And apparently you can do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know there was a... Uh, can't you speed run Fallout 3 in like half an hour or 20 minutes? There's a... There's... 
I used to know where the glitch was as a kid. Um, when you're going into into like Northeast DC, you can clip into a wall somewhere, and they'll let you get underneath so you can go straight to the Citadel. Oh, at which really? Point you yeah, can it'll get you right armor. into the Pentagon, but you have to like walk up a bunch of weird stuff, and yeah. it's not it's not very intuitive. Not at all. But no. that game was a mess of glitches. <laughs> it was yeah, so it was much made fun. by Bethesda, dude. That thing chugging on a PS3 when you had been playing for fifty hours and your load, like your file was so <laughs> right. massive, it yeah. just barely carrying <laughs> all your shit in a fifty-five gallon drum. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I find it I find it so weird that there's just like one dev out there. That when they have glitches, we're just sort of like, that's fine. That's that's what we call a feature over yeah. here. <laughs> it gives character. Yeah, yeah. It's robust. Yeah, man. That's that that trope though has gotten played out to the point where people are starting to really call developers on their bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially with like uh, Fallout Seven, which is Fallout Seventy Six was like the most glitchy one they'd ever made. Yeah. But it was just it was a disaster. Apparently, people still play that game. I mean. Yeah, and I've heard they've made it a lot better. Off, like what though? Just as on concept, it doesn't really work. Not with the firing system in in it's Fallout like, Four. Well, especially, it's like, oh, we took uh, you know an RPG and uh, made it even better by removing the story. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, the imagine, that was, yeah. they didn't have NPCs. Yeah, I never when the game came out. That game. Oh. I never even played it. Oh, I didn't, oh, touch I didn't it. buy it. I didn't either. touch it. Yeah, there was no NPCs. Then they introduced robots, and then eventually, I guess they got people, but. Who even cares? Do you heard that uh, Anthem? I think it was this week they were going to decide whether Anthem lives or dies, whether Anthem really? next is ever a thing. Yeah. Wow. I actually, you know, I actually really enjoyed Anthem. It became redundant after about ten hours, but I had a lot of fun playing it. On, I think on it concept, cool. it's really yes, cool. yes. I think they could. I think it's they like, could expand. It's Anthem like Iron to Man. It's like Iron Man meets an open world Halo. But yeah, I, I kind of heard. Which that, sounds like it can't go wrong. I yeah. kind of heard that it was like. It suffered from like the bullet spongy thing where it's like when a boss is really hard, what it actually means is you're going to have to, you're going to have to shoot this boss for a long time. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's not a great way to do your battles. And just like throw a lot of explosives at it. I feel like, I feel like destiny Two suffered from the same problem. I never played destiny. Unfortunately. I know. I know Cooper loves destiny, but it's, Oh yeah. He loves destiny. Yeah. uh, I would not pay full price for that game. All right. Here's here's a uh, a new one. What do you guys think of Cyberpunk? I, Seth is the only one who can it, play it. It it it. Can. I have a PS4 copy. Yeah, I have I have a monster. <laughs> I never PC. bought it. When, when I when I brag to people about about my PC, I tell them, uh, yeah, it can <laughs> run Cyberpunk, only slightly glitchy. Uh, so I I I bought the game on release day because it released on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as you know, my parents got got it for me as a birthday present. Um, and it's really, really, really fun if you play the story and only the main story. I heard the story's excellent. The story's the story's amazing. And I, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't actually picked it up in a while. I put like 30 hours into it and then I put it down because I wanted to wait for them to fix like all the all the stupid glitches because there's yeah. a lot of glitches. The game. Seth, you showed you when you were showing me the game and you ran into that water tower with the yeah, motorcycle yeah. and just glitched inside, <laughs> inside of it. I couldn't get he out started of it. shaking yeah. just violently until he hopped off the bike. That was awesome. And then my bike was just <laughs> stuck in there for like the rest of the game. Just like, okay, I guess I don't own that bike anymore. Uh, no, but the, the, the story is really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. The shooting is stupid. Um, yeah, the, the, the combat felt really clunky. Yeah, what uh, about Justin Timberlake? Isn't he in there? Oh, there's so many celebrities just hidden throughout it. Oh, really? Uh, Hideo Kojima's in there. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I think I think they hid PewDiePie in there somewhere. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's a really good story, and I find the, the most fun way to play the game. 
is just to do the hacking, like do everything as stealth. Mm-hmm. I, that that's the way that I because I don't I don't like the shooting because it's either like it's kind of stupid uh, or it's just way too like you can easily shoot your way out of any situation. Right. So I do the hacking and stealth everywhere I go because it actually makes the game feel harder and it brings strategy and yeah 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 it's like actually a game not just a shoot thing not just yeah. oh that guy is dead. <laughs> yeah. Is it what you expected? No. No, not even close. What did you think the game was going to be like? I, you know, there's there's a lot of things that didn't mean... One, they talked so much about the character customization, and it was worse than Skyrim. Yeah, there's not that all that much. It came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked a lot about how, like, the, the mods that you got on your body would actually affect what your character looked like, which they don't. That was yeah. just a lie. Um, yeah, it was... It, it, the, 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 the side quests that are out there... I mean, I've heard that there are some good ones that are hard to find, but there's just so many side quests that are just like, you know, that it was like the Activision stuff where it's like, oh, look, it's the, you know, we have 200 side quests, but it's actually like the same side quest yeah. over oh, yeah. and over and over. That was the same thing with Anthem, dude. It's like, how many times can you play the same fucking thing and call it a different thing? It's, yeah, like, it's, yeah. a, it's like the fact that you just changed the location of where I do the yeah. same thing didn't make it a different quest. <laughs> yeah, And they could make, you know, like. One of the things that really bothers me is I think with a little more development, they could actually make it more interesting. Dude, give it like, another year and a half in the yeah. cooker. Problem is... Wait, Cyberpunk or Anthem? Anthem. Either. I mean, Cy- Cyberpunk, there's so much good shit there. They just kind of make you able to play the good shit, you know? Yeah. They, they out the bullshit. I heard one of the big problems was that they had to pull a big vertical shift when the PS5 and the uh, mm. Xbox, who cares what it calls, come out, you know? Yeah, it's the Xbox Series S. Honestly, I, Microsoft, sorry. Microsoft... Worst naming convention, yeah. dude. Oh, oh, they... they so bad. Uh, it's still not as bad as the uh, um, uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I... Actually, okay. This is a side tangent. I'm going to pull this up real quick. Um... Just what the Fast and Furious movies are called. Um, uh, oh God, yeah. Because the naming the naming convention. Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Um, Wait, hold up, hold up. Let me let me actually pull. It. Okay, <laughs> so I, I, and I've looked at furious. this. They never, ever, ever maintain the same uh, oh. the same naming convention. Uh, they they're all a different convention. <laughs> First one is. The Fast and the Furious. Okay. Which I, I emphasize the because that will become relevant. Then we have Too uh, Fast, Too, too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> that which, okay, that, that seems like a you like a different fucking movie. movie. Fast, three, furious. So, then we uh, have yeah. the, the, uh, fast the Fast and the Furious and, 3 Tokyo Drift. Yeah, uh, yeah, The Fast and The Furious Tokyo Drift. And then the fourth movie is just called Fast, fast and Furious. Fast oh, and Furious. Uh, oh, God. The, the. This is confusing. Let us, let us try to guess it. Let's try to guess it. Okay, what's the so next one? What, what, what's, what's, what's the fifth one called? Fast Five. It is called Fast Five. Oh, God. Yeah, but five is spelled out. <laughs> uh, what is the sixth one called? Uh, too that... Fast and the Too Furious. Is, that... <laughs> is, is seven the fate of the Furious? No, no. Uh, six Isn't that is, eight? Six is Fast and Furious 6, which should have been the naming convention the what? entire time. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you you know, you know, could have put the thes in there. Um, I, I, uh, okay, what do you think the seventh one's called? Isn't I swear it's the fate of the Furious. I think, okay. that's, the, I think that's the eighth, eighth, eighth one. The, with the submarine? The fate of the Furious? Eight? I don't know. Um, oh, makes sense. No idea. Give it to us. So it, it kind of seems like they wanted to harken back to the fifth with Fast Five, but they fucked it up because it's called Furious Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that and sounds then, like a western. And then you're right that uh, 
the what, fate of the Furious is the eighth one. Was the What's, Furious Seven at least Western themed? Because that could have been cool. Driving through know. Nevada, that could have been tight. It, it could have been, yeah. But okay, what? Oh, this Seth, is the most ridiculous. Seth, one. I have an idea for the podcast. Before you get to that, we should marathon all of them and give a I'm, review. I'm down. And I'm give down. a review, dude. I'm down. Uh, okay, That's be tight. okay, okay. <laughs> but but what do you think the ninth and final thus far movie? There's is nine. Going? Yep. What do you what do you think the ninth one is called? The the last, the last, the f- friends, I don't know. The Friends of the Furious. F9. It's just called. It's F- just a key on the computer. <laughs> oh my God. It's called F9. They didn't even come up with the title. Someone hit the wrong button on the script and they just went with it. They were just like, oh yeah, F9. It's called F9. And like, that I was is like, awful. Is, is that about F1 racing? Like yeah, Formula what? 1 racing? But. It doesn't. Like, it's the the ninth best form of race because it's Formula One because this it's is... like the Formula One cars. So the did, fastest did cars. the ninth one come out after Hobbs and Shaw? Hob- I don't even know what Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs is. and Shaw is it's the, fast the and Rock furious. and Jason Statham. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, like like a, last year? Yeah, like a year ago maybe. Yeah. Oh, that one. Co- that oh, this I actually heard that one was pretty. F nine isn't even yeah. released yet. It comes out in May. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> F9. It's, I heard Hobbs I, and Shaw was actually okay, though. I actually like I like The Rock, and I like Jason Statham. I thought it was, it was funny. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it, like, you know, I thought it was a fun movie. It was silly. I mean, it was fat, cheesy a little bit. We should like, establish, are any of us Fast and Furious fans? No. No. Haven't mm, seen a single one of the movies. I caught a couple on a cruise once. I, yeah. I, but I had no idea what yeah. was happening or who they were. Cam, you, you watched Jack and Jill blackout drunk once, right? No, I was a child, and I saw. Oh, you saw it theaters. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a that's where crime. it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Explains so much, Cam. <laughs> Dude, that is that you, like a horror movie? Am I, yes. Yeah. It, when it comes to when it comes to product placement, yes. <laughs> no, okay. it's 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 it's, it's, it's Adam, Adam Sandler, oh. and he plays his sister Jill. Who's also Adam Sandler, but wait, wait a minute, guys. He's triple billed because he also plays her bird. <laughs> what? I didn't know yeah. he played the bird. Yeah. <laughs> what? And catch, catch this, dude. So, so Adam Sandler, as as part of his deal, is that if you're going to sign him onto a movie, you give him twenty million to show up the first day. You pay him twenty mil to show up, and all of his movies since like two thousand five have just been him on vacation where they happen to film. It's a it's a it's a scheme, dude. It's okay, a tax scheme. But but it's also brilliant because he he has the amazing ability to play Adam Sandler in every single one of his movies. Yeah, dude. He right. just he's plays just him. Yeah, yeah, he's just. I mean, I, I, like, I'm convinced that's just who. Like, Adam what Sandler happened to is. the Waterboy days where he'd do the, all the really weird stuff he used to do back in the like, what, what, what was, the, what was yeah. the uh, Glasson <laughs> one? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's a funny movie. Yeah, that's dude. A, yeah. Like he was, he was. The, that's the, that's what really pisses me off about Adam Sandler is that he is someone who. Who has been blessed with talent? He is a good comedian. He can make funny movies. He chooses to be a hack. He was on SNL. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah, man. And he just chooses to be a hack. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's uh, working for how him. much is he worth? Because yeah. <laughs> I might choose to be a hack for that kind yeah. of money. Yeah, that's the beauty of selling out. It, it implies you were you at sold. some point good enough to sell. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Make money when you sell, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Adam Sandler comedies, man. Hey man, the lowest common denominator, you know, they have money still. Yep. And unfortunately that's 
seems to be where all the movies are slinging towards. Like the whole Marvel era of movies. I very formulaic. Very formulaic. They're like McDonald's. It's always perfectly edible. Sometimes it's pretty good. But at the end of the day, there's nothing standing out about those movies. I, I, and you're expecting to get the same thing when you go there. I didn't and, even, and it's I didn't sort even of like Endgame. it's sort of like a ha- like the Hallmark Christmas movie things where it's it's an industrial movie production. Right. I know what the plot's going to be. be- like I okay. like those Hall- Hallmark Christmas Christmas movies, I can sum up all of them. Dude, businesswoman of... from big city uh, has to go back to small town uh, oh. for Christmas, where she meets small town boy and shows her that dude family every... or some bullshit is more important than work. Every every single Hallmark movie immediately fails the Bechdel test. Mm. What the it fuck is, is that? It's uh, it's a test to see that if a movie has two women characters, yeah. if they talk about some guy, every single Hallmark movie fails. Well, I With think... the exception of Cyber Seduction. Have you seen this Never one? Never heard of that. Now, this is a production from the late 90s, early 2000s, about a kid who discovers internet porn. And his, he was a swimmer, and his entire life falls apart, to the point where he's <laughs> sending himself porn gifts from his girlfriend's PDA, because this is the early oh. 2000s. What the fuck is a PDA? Her, her Blackberry. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, He's oh. emailing himself porn links from her, from her thing. It's ridiculous <laughs> another terrible movie you guys should go all check out it's pretty well, good how drunk do we have to like how, how be, many beers in you gotta be a solid two and a half beers i mean it's, way, it's watchable it's not right. terrible okay. okay it's funny on premise how many how many beers did you say two and a half <laughs> i'm not gonna have a buzz at two and a half man it's not it's it's a watchable film sober honestly it's not okay. terrible you know what movie you have to watch though money plane gotta money. watch money yeah plane. yeah, yeah. you want to see a that. dude fucking oh. an elevator an alligator money, money plane. plane the guy who starred in the critically acclaimed tv show fraser says that line oh yeah mm. they got kelsey Grammer on the track yeah and he he is hamming it up and his I character his character is uh, uh darius, darius grouch the third yes. better known as the rumble <laughs> yes if you're Last name is Grouch. Nobody needs a nickname oh for you. God. Your last name is Grouch. <laughs> and the best part of the movie is that you can tell they're not really filming on a plane. If they are, <laughs> it's in a lot somewhere sitting on the ground. Yeah. And like, it's nowhere near as big they as use a plane this, they show you. They use the same <laughs> set and there's just like there's just like blinds that they open up and close to change the set. Nothing makes sense. There's no like continuity. <laughs> well, but they also show you like video of the plane like flying overhead. Oh, and it's yeah, like this massive stuff. like like uh you know uh, it's, like, it's a double it's like a double decker yeah when, when they show the plane it's like a seven thirty seven inside. You're like, what is this? Yeah, it's like this tiny little very relatively small, like you know. Within the United States passenger plane. Yeah. Yeah. Some local commuter. And they're just <laughs> filming inside it because they got a weekend to do it. Honestly, it looks like the people in, in it were having fun. And, and, and it, that's something you can enjoy about a movie. It also kind of looks like they spent all of their production budget <laughs> on uh, Kelsey Grammer. Yes. They spent yeah. all of it on Kelsey Grammer. Because the special effects are... God, it's non-existent in some places. Like, like when there's the guy fighting the snake, but oh there's no snake. Oh my god! Yeah, it's <laughs> just <laughs> just because like the whole the whole premise of it is like there's this like you know secret plane that like you know billionaires fly uh, on. It's like the world's most elite casino in the sky. Of it. Oh, okay. Uh, essentially, like how you'd go VIP on a boat off fuck. offshore yeah. so that yeah. there's no loss. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and they uh, 
you know, they bet on all sorts of like weird things, non uh, nonsensical things. Yeah, and, and like like one of them, like a guy gets his arm cut off, and the one dude wins money off of that. It's he, like, what were they as betting if the bet on there? was to see how long it'd take him to bleed out, or like like, like what, like, or like that his arm would get cut off. <laughs> <laughs> What are, they are you betting uh, yeah. whether he had high blood pressure and will therefore die faster? Like, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> how, like how does that or, work? Or like when, when the guy fights the snake that's not there, it's like, who was the guy who bet on the man? <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking snake. It is yeah. it is one of the best bad movies to come out in a long time. Yeah, but I, I, I want to set up a betting thing actually like that. Uh, um, oh, like 2020. Yeah, within the last year. Really? Yeah. Year and, and, it's, and what's it called again? Money Plane. Money Plane. You want to okay. see a dude fucking an alligator? Money Plane. They need to make that a bumper sticker. They, they, yeah. That would sell big yes. time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would I want to see that? And yeah, how would like... I bet on that? <laughs> it's just nonsensical to the core. And like, we... imagine trying to play poker on a plane because you hit turbulence. Yeah. You yeah, know? Dude. Like, the yeah. chips would fly everywhere. Yeah. Dude, we got to check out that uh, sci-fi movie where the, they try to move the entire Earth and stop it from crashing oh, yes, into Jupiter. Yes, yes, we got to watch do. that, too. Yes, we do. What, John, we have so many bad movies. Yeah, we got to watch Let a Watch Party, dude. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I'm excited for the Fast and Furious Marathon, though. I know <laughs> dude, nothing about those films. I'd be down. We're, we're going to lose a few IQ points. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could use to lose it. Dude, at some point, we got to do an Adam Sandler night. Where we start from his we just, best movies okay. back in the 90s okay, yeah. to the trash he produces today. God. Okay, so sort of speaking of Adam Sandler, who's on SNL and everything, you know who I thought got sold oh. really short on SNL? Who? Who was the, in my opinion, uh, other than Bill Murray, the funniest guy to have ever been on SNL? Who's that? Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah. The dude's hilarious. The dude oh, used yeah. to stare all of his OJ jokes during the <laughs> trial were so yeah. funny, man. It's incredible incredible he hasn't been canceled but that's just been his shtick the entire time yeah, and which is the beauty of it he has know? a podcast now and it's it's fucking great does he yeah oh, yeah yeah he has I, I don't remember what it's called but it's a great podcast it's huh. hilarious i heard bill burt and burt kreischer teamed up to do the bill burt podcast the bill, <laughs> bill burt <laughs> which bill is burt and pretty good name kreischer that that's a weird combination yeah because you have the happiest man in the world with the angriest yeah. man in the world <laughs> now we need to find like a really depressing comedian you know yeah dude oh lemme show we gotta check out lemme show oh okay it's so good bits uh, there, okay there's there's this obscure british comedian that i like to watch named james acaster he's a very oh. weird guy but he he's actually there's a meme that came out of him um i gotta pull it up because i can't remember what it is exactly um I'm not. It, what's going on in the British comedy scene? Oh, they have lots of cons all the time. You know, the the it they they're sort of very insular with their comedy, but I really True, like it. Yeah. It's a very different style. Yeah, it's it's the one of the guys saying, uh, "I have never be I have never before been so offended by something I 100 percent agree with." Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. That's, I remember in that one. in that actual stand up, um, it's a person saying, "Oh, what are you too good?" Are you too good for old bananas? He's <laughs> like, I've never before been so offended by something. I 100% agree with That actually makes it way better. That's awesome. Dude, I got, you got to send me some of this stuff, dude. I got to check yeah, this guy out. He has like, like multiple stand-ups on Netflix. He has like a whole like show of him doing stand-ups at the same club. I got to be honest, man. Despite having like a family Netflix account, I haven't used Netflix like at all recently. 
I barely watch regular TV. We yeah. gotta skim it for more trash, dude. We gotta find bad movies. Oh, there's a lot of trash on Netflix. Yeah. There's some shit on Netflix. <laughs> Especially the shit that Netflix makes. They will yeah. ruin like anything. Which honestly, yeah. we should go pitch a show to Netflix. Well, they'll take anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just write a script and Netflix will be like, yeah, what? You need, you know, what, a uh, 2.5? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. $2.5 million to do that? Sure, man. Go for yeah. it. Dude, that's kind of the beauty of Freddy Got Fingered, that uh, comedy with Tom Green, is that the the sh- the whole movie itself is about, an, is about a, a, a visual artist who kind of sucks at his job. He's an idiot. But they give him a million dollars. Will you grab me a gaffle? Yeah. The premise is that uh, some stupid animator, this real idiot, gets a million dollars and has no idea what to do with it, so he blows it on a bag of jewels. <laughs> what? Like jewel? Like 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 diamonds Dime. and, oh, and oh, okay. yeah. stuff. Just a bag. Just a, a bag of jewels. <laughs> and the weird thing is that it seems as though it's a self-reflection on the movie itself. Some idiot gave tom green a million dollars to make a movie and he has no idea what to do with it (laughs) so So he he came out with this (laughs) it is beautiful in 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 its in its construction it's one of my favorite films it's kind of like like it's probably the worst film i love (laughs) though though honestly and people are gonna hate me for this one i loved man of steel because I didn't, I, never saw it. I don't Neither like did I. Superman on principle. He seems like he has no weaknesses. He's just inherently except, good. Except What's for interesting? A rock that doesn't exist. Here, a rock made out of his own planet, by the way. Yeah, which is the really How weird. Or is part? everyone on Krypton not constantly crippled, yeah. just falling yeah. over <laughs> all the time? Right. Why is everyone not on disability? Like, what? yeah, maybe that. <laughs> well, that, that I, guess, the, I guess you yeah. can't really put everybody on disability. Yeah. Disability stops <laughs> working. Yeah, but okay. the, but. The <laughs> like the reason I, I love Man of Steel is that I hate Superman, but I love Dragon Ball Z. So I came to see an alien crash land on Earth and just wreck shit. <laughs> and I got everything I wanted out of that movie. <laughs> as bad as it was. Dude, did you hear that? Uh, you know, this... like that guy from IGN who said, I think Sonic Forces is oh, better than Sonic Mania. Don't, please yes, don't compare me to that my man. actual <laughs> opinion. <laughs> like, okay. You can't have opinions anymore. Dude, the Snyder, <laughs> the Snyder cut of uh, Justice League is coming out. People people hate Zack Snyder. I don't like everything he does, but the man has vision. I'm excited. I want to see the Justice League without all the studio meddling, right? I want to just see what Zack Snyder's take on the subject was. So I'm very excited. Dark. Oh, it's you're not like gonna like bloody. visually. You're gonna need to turn up the brightness on your screen. <laughs> yeah, he loves to turn up the blacks. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, dude. But I, I'm gonna man. That phrase in isolation sounds a little racist. <laughs> turn up the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But dude, we, I am. I'm definitely willing to find a like a free HBO subscription. We should check it out. The Snyder Cut. I'm de- I, also. I, I've had a friend telling me to watch The Wire. Because it said in Baltimore, he said it, he said it was better than Breaking Bad. No, I, have you seen it? Yes, I've seen. I've it's seen not better than thing. Breaking Bad. Not better than Breaking Bad. No, have but you, it is good. Have you guys okay. seen the boys? Uh, uh, well, no, 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 before no. before we get to that, um, the first season of The Wire is really good. Second season's a little weird. Third season really good. Fourth season not fantastic, but the ending is good okay. for a show. It's good. 
uh, but you're talking about the boys. Yeah, that's I, a sick I show. Dude. It's a, it's basically like if if like Marvel was was real and <laughs> and like oh yeah. shit yeah yeah I remember yeah, hearing about it's that. Pretty yeah. dark. It's and it's extremely gory, but it's really good. I think. Would you compare it to the Watchmen in any way? Yeah, yeah, I think it's very akin to Watchmen in the sense that it's um, it's got a very anti-hero vibe to it in some regards, but okay. there's also just there's also just like a lot of the heroes are just bad. Nice. Like a lot of them are just bad people. Like they just kill people and are and are corrupt. And... Was there like an event that led to people having powers, or has this been something that's been happening through history? Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. 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 That's fair. That's fair. Um, I've only heard good yeah. things. So. It's a really it's a good show. I think it's on honestly like as someone who's seen a good amount of real blood I actually think it's pretty disturbing. <laughs> it's it's yeah. well done in the score. Yeah, yeah, it's I think it's it's yeah, I like it a lot. It's but it's it's very raw. Nice. If, if you're willing to see that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we're I, checking out. Also I love phrases. As a, as someone who's seen a lot of blood in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't in the medical field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to, to clarify. Not yeah. a murderer, everyone just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they caught him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Wire, pretty good. Actually, pretty good. I I I recently so I, I've been asking like so many people for so I think I actually asked you. I was asking about this child or like young adult book that I, I read when I was like, you know, oh yeah, in you mentioned grade. Yeah. yeah, and I couldn't find it. well, I found it just recently. It was called Del Tora Quest. Del Tora Quest. That Del- sounds familiar. Yeah, they were in like a kingdom called Del Tora and they had to like each book like follow them trying to get this different gem for a belt. Oh my god. Did you read Del Tora Quest? Mmm. Were there any dragons or anything or monsters or am I totally full of shit? There, there may have been. It, it was like it was it was that kind of setting. It was like a fantasy realm. I swear I read this. Did, did you like remember when they meet the knight at the bridge and the knight gives them the ultimatum mm. about how he'll kill them? No, because that was like the first book. Okay. Anyways, like uh, and like then at the end of the book series, like you have to rearrange the gems so they spell out Del Tora. Hmm. Uh, and you find out that like I'm not going to spoil any more about that because that's actually a pretty big plot point. Uh, but <laughs> I don't expect to be reading children's books well, anytime yeah. soon. Are any of your followers going to read Del Toro Quest? Well, uh, well, uh, any. <laughs> That's currently, right. there's no followers. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean. I found out that there's an anime they made of it, Ooh, oh. and I am going to binge watch that anime. Yeah, dude, I'll I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you guys know if it's any good. You yeah. know, yeah, I'm uh, interested. What do you have? You have you watched any other anime? Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm I'm not like huge in anime, but I watched um, Full Metal Alchemist. Nice. Um, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Um, Mob Psycho 100. Uh, what about anime movies? Gundam. You watch Miyazaki. You watch. Uh, oh wait, wait. Uh, I mean, like I watched Castle, Castle, yeah, House, Castle in the Sky. Um, what are some of the other ones I watched? Um, what's what's Spirit the, Spirited Away? Yeah, Spirited Away, Nausicaa in the Valley of the Kiki's Wind, Kiki's Delivery Service, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, yeah, I watched quite a few of those as a kid. What about those were what great. about classic anime uh, movies like uh, Ghost in the Shell '95? I, I saw Akira, but I Ooh, don't remember it terribly well. So good, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Like yeah. the story, the story really is so so. It's pretty good. But visuals, the way that they use light as a motif is beautiful. It's yeah. so well done. It's definitely real. I think I think this might be unpopular, but I thought the 
I thought the plot for Akira wasn't very good. No, I, I but, kind of agree with that. Yeah, and but I, the way it was executed. It, oh, yeah, incredible fantastic. movie, just in terms of pure visuals. Yeah, dude, I, awesome. I love the way that Ghost in the Shell handles firearms. Like, they do it very realistically. Like, hmm. the bullet impacts, you'll get the spalding that happens when a bullet hits a hard surface, dude. Hmm. They do it very well. It's all very based in reality but in a very near futures kind of sense, you know? And it, it asks a lot of questions about, you know, like bioethical questions about what it means to be human in a world where you can transcend the human form into the robotic. Mm. You know, it's very interesting stuff. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah. You know, I, I never really got into... I, I, I'm, I'm still not super into anime nowadays just because when I was a kid, uh, my older sister came downstairs and saw me watching Naruto. <laughs> and I've been watching like a few episodes because like, I thought it was kind of cool. It is. And and uh, she just roasted me being like, oh, only only the weird kids, you know, <laughs> watch weird. Naruto. Yeah, the weed, the weed, the weed guys. Hey, Osama you know. Bin Laden watched Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. He also played Flash games. So, yeah. um, you know, honestly, Osama Bin Laden apparently was just like a kid from the early 2000s. Wasn't he growing weed, too? Is that am I full of shit with I mean, that? You, well, that you could can, be true. You can find Ruderalis. Sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, sure. But uh, um, yeah, b- because she said that I, I just stopped watching anime and, and <laughs> for a long time, and then later on, I just you know I, I I brought up anime with her and her boyfriend and everything. I was like, well, you you roasted me as a kid for watching anime. She's like, what? No, anime is totally normal to watch. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do some uh, counseling over this? No, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. She was just a free dude. Girl. Have you have you ever That's seen? <laughs> have you ever seen the the anime Shigurai Death Frenzy? What the hell? Oh, now this Shigurai Death Frenzy. Okay, Seth, you gotta see this shit, dude. It is. It takes place in like the 1600s, let's say, back during like feudal Japan, dealing between the rival, the rivalry between two people trying to ascend to the top of this one dojo, essentially. Mm. But it is, it's you like you, you know that that like traditional Japanese painting of the waves and everything. Yeah, uh, it is yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah, it's done in a very similar style to that. Whereas it looks as if it's a moving painting. It is so beautiful, actually, actually, incredibly violent and fucked up. But I, I've actually looked at a, times. I've actually looked at a bunch of like a Yokio art because I'm thinking about on like my left arm getting like a, a sleeve of just Yokio art. That'd be pretty sweet. And I, I want to get like a whole bunch of stuff from um, the. Ironically, um, the Japanese would hate you for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I want to get a bunch of stuff of the Russo-Japanese war. Oh, yeah, I man. find it crazy that like a war... And, John, how but, did you end up losing that one? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even yeah, know man. about that Dude. one. So, uh, oh, that's why they lost. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't hear about it. And uh, they just kind of won. It just happened. <laughs> Dude, the history of that war is very interesting. And, and I find it crazy that there's... They, like it looks like an ancient style of, or like you know, pre-modern style of art. Yeah. Uh, yet, like the Russo-Japanese War was the 1890s. Yeah, dude. You know that that was the modern era. Wow. Yeah, and so I thought it'd be cool to get a bunch of stuff from that, dude. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Did you hear about the Aleutian Islands campaign? Uh, the, yes, the, the only fighting in World War II that happened on American soil. Yeah, it it was mostly um diversionary for the battle of midway um though it also had to do with uh sort of a tactical thing where they wanted to be able to um you know know what the the americans were doing as they were headed east yeah they're hoping to draw the carrier fleets away from midway away from midway and also just to know how the americans were moving but dude in the in the pacific ocean more 
more American soldiers died from friendly Canadian fire than, and the, the cold, of course, than yeah. ever did from the Japanese. It well, cause, was brutal. Because the Japanese were gone when we got there. Yeah. <laughs> they left. <laughs> it was a right. total waste of time and just friendly fires left and right. It was Granted, madness. it was also a waste of time for the Japanese, which is why they left. Yeah, they would have been much better just focusing on Midway because that went awfully though to, to, well, be, to be honest it was reported to the japanese people as having been a victory eh, yeah <laughs> so they must have won then yeah, if, a, yeah. <laughs> if a victory can spark a chain of defeats that ends up with your capital burning uh yeah, victory. yeah, yeah that's a victory you know <laughs> we we didn't even want the islands we were just it, it was like a huckleberry thin, fin thing where they Dude. were just like oh we really want these midway islands <laughs> they really went and lost three carriers on a scrap of land that barely even mattered anymore. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, they doomed themselves. You gotta, do, you gotta respect they, they, the tenacity. They did not though. realize how important carriers would be would be when they did uh, Pearl Harbor, and they, you know they didn't consider it a major loss that they didn't hit the carriers. Yeah, dude. Fuck, were they wrong, man? Yeah, Fuck, dude. were they wrong? Like, like they, it's really interesting studying the the era of like the introduction of aircraft carriers and how they were trying to figure out how to set up combat air patrols and figure out what maneuvers actually worked like during the opening stages of the battle of mid of midway the americans would send in their dauntlesses and uh their whatever other planes they were using at the time lose like 60 percent of them and the rest would try to fly home and there was no decisive victory for a very long time until you know the japanese really started to slip up with their combat air patrols and overextending themselves and it went very poorly yeah yeah it Changed the world, really. You know that that battle could have meant a lot if the Japanese had decimated the American aircraft carrier fleet. What what I, what I find hilarious though about you know sort of the modern, often incorrect interpretation of a uh, of Pearl Harbor, and it's like people always think like Hitler must have been like furious when the <laughs> Japanese attacked the Americans and brought them into the war. When actually Hitler was you know mm, a, a meth head who was ecstatic <laughs> that they were going to bring down the Americans too. You hey, know if they could draw the the Pacific Fleet from ever making its way to the Atlantic. That's a victory for Hitler. Yeah, you know? yeah, and 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 also like. Okay, this this is just a funny tidbit about Hitler. Have you guys ever seen that video of him um, at the 1936 Berlin Olympics? Yeah. Where he's on way too much meth. <laughs> Saying it some things not. he probably shouldn't have said on radio. <laughs> and, uh, and what also, did he like, say? He, well, he's just, he wasn't so happy about the black athletes kicking his ass. Uh-oh. And, and also, not like, so happy. him watching some of the races, he's just sitting there going, like, walking <laughs> back and just forth. Just grinding his teeth like yeah. a madman. And, like, everyone Jesus. around him is, like, moving at normal speeds, and he's just... It looks he's like animated. it looks like he's on two point five times back <laughs> speed. It looks like it's out of yeah, sync. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's just sort of slowly rocking back and forth, but at like twice the speed. Yeah, you know? dude, wow. it's very creepy. Man, what a time! Yeah. <laughs> history's history. It's, it's like he took interesting meth every day. He had intravenously injected cocaine and uh, oxycodone. Oh really? Yeah, he was uh, a propped up skeleton, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was high as fuck all the time. Why was he so? Why what led to his meth addiction? Um, uh, it, it was prescribed to him. Uh, meth, cocaine, and oxycodone were all prescribed to him for stomach. Mm. Yeah, did he was he on anything from the from the like damage he received from being gassed in World War One? Uh, he may have been. I'm not did sure. Did that contribute to it? Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure. Um. I know that the story of him cutting his mustache because it like didn't fit on the gas mask was bullshit, 
Um, his, oh, I had actually never heard of that. I heard that one yeah, before. Yeah, but 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 what is bullshit? Uh, the actual reason, according to his sister, um, was that Clara. Uh, oh, was that a, was Clara, that her name? Clara Hitler. Yeah. Um. Or, oh yeah, Clara Hitler. That's weird. <laughs> it's just weird to hear of anybody else with the last name Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Old, old John Hitler down the street. Yeah, great yeah. guy. You great know. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> not not yeah. nothing like nothing like his great 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 grandfather. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Um. But no, she she he came back from like the war. And she told him that his mustache was uh, was a bit too long, and that uh, as in most things, he took it too far. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a, what a way to ruin a great mustache, dude. Charlie it, Chaplin had one. It looks and, great, and it's like you know, right there. Yeah, yeah, I literally have his you have poster. a poster of him. Dude. Yeah, I promise that's not just uh, Hitler wearing a hat. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin will become the new Pepe the Frog. He's like <laughs> the most yeah. obvious okay. dog whistle. <laughs> you you know you've killed a mustache when not even Michael Jordan can bring it back into popularity. Do you and remember when he, he tried? He, he, I tried. remember. He grew I remember. a Hitler stash. Hold up, John. What? I got to pull a picture of this for I you. Oh, he, for oh. for a second there. Was it was like yeah. the late '90s. He tried to pull yeah. it back. Yeah, something like that. Didn't Uh-oh. work. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, Michael. Let's Google Michael Jordan Hitler stash. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's, that's a fucking. Yeah, he tried that... to bring back the Hitler Seth, stash. please get that on a shirt. That is so funny. <laughs> that is awesome. That's I just want to walk around with Michael. It's like... like Seth, he's... wear that shirt and right underneath it, I dare you to call me racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, what, that's the shirt that Michael Jordan should have worn. Dude, <laughs> oh with my that stash. It's like, he was like, he's the only basketball player to win two trips, you know? Damn. And even he couldn't make the Hitler stash become cool again it's a dead stash no, i though yeah, honestly i'm surprised stuff. it didn't come back when macklemore brought back nazi youth haircuts yeah yeah and actually the nazi youth haircut was really popular for a long time it was always a fresh look people just don't like nazis okay honestly it was a fresh it's a fresh haircut they were the best dressed army ever they looked awesome yeah yeah. You can't deny that. The Nazis looked fucking sweet. The SS Hugo uniform. Boss leather. Seth, imagine this. Imagine this. It's 1938 France. You walk in you walk into a bar with your two your two henchmen on the side. You got the long ass jacket. You take off the hat. You look fresh as fuck, dude. Let's be honest. I mean, they okay. look like bad bad dudes they had more skulls ways than on one. their uniform. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, do do mean, they look bad or were they so sweet that they gave you the idea of what bad looked like? It was that prolific. Um, no, I think they looked intimidating they, and scary and, Cam, Cam, and purposefully were they had intimidating. Skulls yeah. on their hats. They bad looked ass. like the bad guys. Yeah, they were the best at looking like bad guys. <laughs> You can't deny it. They looked awesome. Like I said, they did they look were, The uniforms were gorgeous. They were bad in more ways there's than a reason, one. Okay. There's they a reason Hugo bad. Boss is still in business. He makes good clothes. Yeah, yeah. And okay. it just looked fresh. Okay, but I would argue that my favorite uniform are the late war French World War One. Oh, <laughs> man. Have you seen these things? Yeah, they were tight, dude. Yeah, those baby blue uniform. Oh, that weird, was good. Weird color for sitting in the mud all day. Yeah. But it's, but they I, looked fresh. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the early ones where they wore bright red and bright blue, that was stupid, <laughs> and they looked bad. Make yourself the easiest target possible. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. then when they put on the baby blues, I was like, that looks 
pretty good. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Wear some hunting orange. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, remember, don't shoot the guys in orange. Well, no, do shoot the guys in orange. <laughs> which, which is a, it works doubly, right? Because I heard deer can't see orange. Can't see orange, yeah. Mm. And it makes you stand out to other people, so it's they like won't shoot camo. you. Yeah. It's perfect yeah. in that sense. Well, and actually, like, I know where, like, a reverse thing is, um, if, like, a lot of times if you take a red ball and you throw it into green grass and it, like, stops moving before your dog finds oh. it, they have trouble finding it because dogs can only see in blue and yellow. Yeah. And so what you've just done is thrown uh, a yellow ball into yellow grass to their mom. <laughs> yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah, it gotta be so confusing. Dude, do you think these, um, these new AR goggles that they're gonna give to the military, do you think they're gonna be able to see in... I know they have night vision. Are they gonna have, like, thermal vision as I'm well? sure. Well, eventually, are you going to be able to see radiological signatures? Wait, 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 wait. But so if you're do like, they not already have things that can show thermal vision. Oh, they do. No, that's, but it's well, yeah. like Flare. they used to be monocular and then binocular, but now it's going to be the entire screen. So like the entire they're going to be able to integrate AR. a camera into the system. I, oh yeah, dude. If, imagine being but able to so, see. But are they going to have to walk around with like an Oculus Rift? Like how does yes. that? Well, see, but like, that would be uncomfortable. Like the goggles that that you that. that used to just block sand will now also be your AR What if goggles. it's just part of your helmet, though? Yeah, I guess that's a lot more... Because, co- I mean, like, because it's a heavy thing. It's a heavy thing if it's not being supported by anything. And also, I guess they already carry a lot of heavy shit, don't they? Yeah, yeah. but now it's just built into the goggles itself, yeah, which is awesome. Wait till they build it into the fucking techno robot suits, dude. Dude, people inside tanks or, are just, just going to be... put in, like, a contact <laughs> lens, <laughs> Yeah, know? Yeah, dude. It's going to, like, the future of, of warfare is going to be very interesting. We're going to see some yeah. crazy stuff. It's I'm... alarming to me that the military, like, the special operations are starting to train for underground fighting. Mm-hmm. They expect some kind of urban conflict very soon, or they wouldn't be spending the money training these people for this. Yeah, yeah. That's that alarming. Is. Well, I mean, we, we're all, we, we are already in a lot of ur- urban combat. Yeah. I mean, Syria, Iraq, um, Libya, Afghanistan, we're fighting in an urban environment. Kind of, kind of. There's a lot of... A lot open, of it goes out in the mountains. There's a lot of yeah. open space in Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean... But there was certainly Fallujah in 2005. Yeah. That was or, a heavy urban uh, battle. That was, was our that was the Stalingrad of our time. What was the... Um, well, which also I find it amazing that like the most there's an empire so powerful that they can fight a war for two decades and the general populace doesn't even feel the effects. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like I've I've never had to do war rationing to win in Iraq. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's not going to happen. Yeah, man. Um, but but I mean, like what was the other one? Uh, like Raqqa or something like that. Raqqa. Raqqa. Yeah. The yeah. Raqqa. City, the city in Syria. Yeah. Yeah. Where we had which, to do... look at photos of it from. 2010 look at photos of what's left of it now. yeah yeah not a i mean not a single building on skate it, it's madness over there dude yeah and a lot i mean a lot of that was isis because we actually kind of won that through sort of being nice to the people there remember when isis was like a huge deal people were scared of isis yeah and now they're i mean do you hear that you haven't heard the name of the news in the last you, you hear about that years because they're they're basically in the middle of the nowhere uh, of nowhere in the desert. Yeah. But did you hear about that thing recently? Um, where at a like an ISIS sort of celebration party meeting, whatever the fuck you want to call it, 
um, someone accidentally set off a, a bomb, killing 21 ISIS fighters. Oh my what? god, yeah. dude. <laughs> Just ISIS fighters. What? Yeah, awesome. I'm sure dude, that guy got... Awesome. Have you oh, heard... No, no, uh, it's ISIS, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm always torn between loss of human life, but yeah, okay. <laughs> dude, ISIS. I... <laughs> You've kind yes, of become, you're right. You're right. Okay, you've become okay. subhuman to me at that Dude, have point. You, have you heard you about burnt this? A, a Jordanian air uh, pilot alive. Dude, have you heard about this new? Uh, it's not new. I guess it's been around the last decade. There's a variant of the the Hellfire missile that doesn't have an explosive inside of it. What it does is once it's like 20 feet above whatever object it's trying to hit, it pops open and exposes four blades and starts spinning helically. What the fuck? And it Wait, just helically? It, yeah, it just starts spinning and it shreds whatever target it is. It's accurate enough to take out the driver of a car while leaving the two people in the back seat. Fine. But people have recovered have recovered scraps from this bomb and there's just swords sticking out of the Hellfire missile. And this is real. They use it to just they use like it like single people. Yeah, they'll use it to take out a single person, maybe a person or two. But you know, I, they'll I, I, crush the driver's seat. And I can think of a better way to do that. <laughs> they actually developed this technology that takes out a single person. Um, and I think it was back in uh, the you know the the fourteen hundreds. It's called a bullet. Yeah, you know. But how are you going to do that from an air conditioned like like room well, in Texas? They, they they don't put guns on them. They this is just a thing the military decided to put money into. Okay. I guess if they put tungsten rods in geostationary orbit, you know. Yeah, dude. Rods from God. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. insane. But we don't have those yet, though. I don't think we have those. But no. The, I think this, the truly most intimidating space weapon we have right now, which isn't even a weapon, is the XJ-37. What is that? I, or at least to my knowledge. It's the... um. It's just our uh, it's our space shuttle school bus thing that we use to spy on other countries. There's oh, like a oh, there's okay. like a like a CIA DARPA variant that they've made that flies up carrying something, and the, no one's no allowed one to knows. know. Yeah. But it goes up there for months at a time, comes Years. down without the package, and continues to do it over and yeah. over again. And we don't know what they're building up. Shout there. out to Union of Concerned Scientists because it's concerning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of them before, but yeah, yeah. I, if they're concerned about that, yeah. I am too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's. I think the other really interesting feature about this thing is we can use it as a spy satellite. Yeah, but dude, you heard uh, Elon Musk Starlink just got a contract with the military. Really? So now Starlink is going to be used by the military for. They were saying they were saying a plane was flying at uh, at thirty thousand feet, and it was able to maintain a six hundred megabit per second connection to wow. to Starlink at any given time. So our our information technology is moving miles faster than Dude, ever th has. That that pilot must have been able to download video games so fast, bro. You know he was on the hub. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually up there, like just playing Oculus and shit. Oh my god, dude! He's playing Counter Strike Go, best ping in the game. My god! But Starlink is being co-opted by the military now. Okay, so I, I just imagine him like going over like different airspaces and the flag like next to his name just changing constantly. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This guy's British. He's, he's Dutch. He's German. <laughs> he's Polish, <laughs> dude. He's getting better internet up up there than we can get in the area down here. 
Yeah, that's amazing. That's, Better than premium. That's well, awesome. Isn't isn't Starlink's objective eventually just pr- to have like free, fast internet everywhere on Earth? Oh yeah, but just like just like the original internet, it was intended for the military and then got co opted. Except this is opposite. It was intended for civilians, got co opted by the military. Yeah, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. You ever hear about that um, thing that uh, Nikola Tesla was trying to invent? Which would basically send you electricity through the air. Yeah, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, which I don't know if it would ever work, but like it would be like free electricity for everyone. Some, some people think that's what the Tunguska event was. That machine yeah. going very, very wrong. Yeah, <laughs> leveling an entire you oh you've never heard of the tunguska I'm not, no. in in like it was it was past the late, late 1800s it was like the early 1900s some sometime around then nikola tesla was well i don't think it was tesla but anyways there was some weird event that happened out in the middle of the woods in siberia which leveled like 40 miles of of tree just wiped out everything in the area and nobody knew what it was but around the same time, Tesla was working on his energy distribution device, yeah. which sounds crazy. I mean, you're just going to shoot electricity in the air and hope it lands yeah, somewhere. Yeah, because it kind of sounds like it could just, you know, kill everything yeah, around it. it. it we, we're affected by electricity. Like It, 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 sounds, <laughs> yeah. it sounds in a lot of ways like the HARP installation. You heard about that up no. in Alaska? No. It's I don't this, think HARP really... It's this installation where oh, is it supposedly like a thing? supposedly it's monitoring like like magnetic waves and stuff up there. But some people think it has like weather, weather control applications, this which is... isn't insane. The government does have the ability to control the weather. There's cloud yeah. seeding and a bunch of other ways and, to do and this. And there's also like you know ideas that we've been using weapon war or weather warfare. They tried it in Vietnam. Yeah, and, and, and they think that they might be using it in like. Uh, Iraq and yeah, Afghanistan. Dude. You can create a massive flood, just destroy enemy entrenchments. Or a drought, you know? Yeah. Have them never get... Yeah, that too. You know? <laughs> it's it's Pandora's box, man. Once the weather manipulation game got opened up, you can't trust the next hurricane, now can you? And, and I also love that the United... Like, Napalm under, I think it's like the Ninth Geneva Convention, is like a, 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 a war crime. Yeah. Uh, but the United States got around that by just not signing that one. <laughs> and that's how we get around like... That's a fun way to do yeah, war. <laughs> that's how we get around like so many not international signing. things by just not signing. Like, like champagne is only supposed to be made in Champagne, France. Yeah. But we had Prohibition on uh, at the time, so we didn't sign it because we didn't see a point. Uh, <laughs> and then when Prohibition was lifted, we were like, oh, wait, we can make champagne. Yeah, <laughs> We make all the world's cheap champagne. Oh, man. <laughs> Sounds right. Hell yeah. Well, I think that was a good episode. We're about an hour, 30 minutes in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, I want to give a shout out to um, Miller Miller High Life. It's the uh, pretty okay of beer. Folks, they call it the champagne of beer. You take one sip of this, you're going to love it, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> to call it the champagne of beer is to lie. <laughs> and also brought to you by Beer Lao, lager beer straight from Laos. Beautiful stuff, people. Yeah. Don't know how they got got it here since it's a landlocked country. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. <laughs>